there's a number of things that have happened in connection with this, uh, the Russo-Ukrainian war uh, that I found very curious. One is that entire, you know, certain sections of the left and progressive movements in the United States have ended up supporting Russia, supporting Putin, uh, accepting Russian propaganda about what's going on in Ukraine, um, have blown off the idea of international law, national self-determination. Um, but, and the other thing is that the, there are people... Who, I had an um, interview with Noam Chomsky in April and, uh, about the, the Russian invasion of Ukraine. And it was really interesting because Chomsky vehemently opposed the invasion, hands down, but was vehemently opposed to anybody sending weapons to the Ukrainians. And, and I'm thinking, you know, what are, how do Ukrainians fight with harsh language? I mean, how do they stop the, the Russian invasion? You know, I mean, and, and, and then you'd have people that saying the Ukrainians need to negotiate. Well, wait a minute. The Ukrainians didn't invade Russia. And, and so the Russians need to negotiate. And, and so I think that there's a way, there's a certain spin, which I directly tie to Russian propaganda about what is going on in Ukraine. I think that there's some people that believe that Putin is actually a closet socialist who's waiting for the right time in which to jump into a phone booth, whirl around and come out with his red cape on. It's like magical in terms of the way the people are operating, particularly when you look at the kind of the levels of repression that are going on in Russia. So um, my hope is that there will be a negotiated settlement that involves Russia withdrawing from the territories that it's occupied because there was no foundation. Now, there are those that have said, well, this war would not have happened had NATO not been expanding. Well, maybe, maybe not, because, see, one of the things that we have to look at is that when Putin announced the invasion, the major issue he emphasized was what he saw as the illegitimacy of Ukraine. Now, he mentioned NATO. But he focused on the illegitimacy, his idea that Ukraine should not exist. Well, you know, that sounds kind of genocidal, or it sounds almost like 1938 and the Anschluss when Germany seized Austria. Uh, I mean, what does it mean to say that the Ukrainians, uh, Ukrainian identity is fiction? Um, and so I think that we in the United States have to look very carefully at that. And none of that lets the United States off the hook for either for not dismantling NATO at the end of the Cold War, which it should have, or nor, nor letting the U.S. off the hook for its hypocrisy when its allies, such as Morocco, such as Israel, uh, and others, engage in wars of aggression and there's complete silence by the United States. So I think we can walk on both legs. We can be ready to condemn the Russian invasion and support Ukrainian resistance, while at the same time opposing the machinations of the United States.
You recently hosted a panel discussion on the war. That's available on the Real News Network site. Uh, you just correct. go to go to realnews.com and you can find it there, listeners. And I believe there'll be a transcript of that available at some point. That's correct. I really encourage people. I mean, the Real News has been wonderful about, um, you know, in terms of publishing uh, programs focusing on the Russo-Ukrainian war. So I really encourage your listeners uh, to go to their site. I really appreciate Bill Fletcher, Jr., you taking the time to talk with me here on the podcast. It's, it's a pleasure. Thanks so much. I really appreciate this.